Hi girlies, welcome to episode 9 of Potentially Perfect. I'm your host, Shyla, and this episode is in honor of all the major testing and school things I've been doing lately and sort of reflecting on how I feel about it. This episode should be light and breezy, but I thought it was important I touched on this, especially for my listeners who get overwhelmed easily or lose touch with their self-worth, especially with comparison or dwelling on a number. But the main message of this episode is that you are not defined by a number. But before we get into that, let's go into the best and worst of the week. So, if you listened to episode 8, I talked all about my crazy weekend. I don't think I've had, I don't think I've actually, like, had a weekend this crazy. Um, let me explain. So, Friday I went to Model UN. Um, Saturday I went to Model UN. Uh, Saturday morning I took the SAT, which is sort of what inspired me to record this episode on this topic. Um, and then after Model UN on Saturday, I hopped in a car, drove to New Jersey, stayed in New Jersey until Sunday, late afternoon, drove back, went to school the next day. Exhaustion. But there were some really great things to come out of that weekend, and I do want to talk about them. So the best of my week was going to, um this boathouse in New Jersey. I was visiting colleges and the boathouse was gorgeous. Um, This is for crew for rowing so I went in a little speedboat. It's really called a launch if you're a rower and you go on the water and you ride alongside the crews. It's very fun. Um, it was very cold outside, you guys. It was the hard, you know what? It was the hardest thing to not shiver. Like, I was, like, literally trembling, but I didn't want the coach to think I was some whoop who couldn't handle the cold. I just wasn't really wearing the right pants. I was just wearing thin leggings. It was very cold out. It's New Jersey, and it was, like, March, or early March. So, yes, it was very cold out um probably 40 degrees out and on the water it's even colder so I was freezing but the practice was really fun to go to um the highlight of it was seeing the boathouse and how warm and cozy it was there were so many ergs which are like the rowing machines um the tanks were really nice the boats were really really nice and then they had a little study room where girls could, or guys, could go to that study room after classes, and there was, like, a fireplace, trophy case, um, pictures up, lots of furniture. It looked amazing, and it just made me really excited about college and taking that next step in life, because, I don't know, it was just so fun. Also, Model UN good and bad. Mostly good, though. Honestly, I was really stressed about it. I wrote my papers for it pretty last minute. Um, and then I had to leave during Model UN because of the SAT. And unfortunately, I didn't win anything, which really sucked, in my opinion. It hurt. But I 
honestly had a really enjoyable time, which is, like, more important. And I realized that I missed so much of committee, which is what we call, like, the sessions in Model UN. So, really, my chairs, which are, like, the leaders of the committee, they probably valued other people over me, which is fine. It was very cute, though, because we do paper plate awards at the end of the second day, and I got two very cute. One was funny. It was, like, kind of a joke, but it was the Miss 1600 award because they knew I was at my SAT in the beginning of the second day, and so they just wanted to recognize that, I guess, and everyone was like, oh my god, you got a 1600, what? So crazy, that's so cool, and I was just like, oh, I took it this morning, I get my scores back in two weeks, it's alright guys, but thank you for the paper plate award, so that was funny, and then also I got one for best papers, because, I mean, I worked really hard on my papers, and I think they wanted to recognize that, so that was really sweet. The worst of the week was taking the SAT, I suppose, and going on these long car rides to New Jersey from New York. To start off with the SAT, I was very excited to go into it and just take it and really just do well because I've been studying, I felt very good about it. Um, however, I thought it was hard, like quite hard. And I don't know if it's just because my mind was exhausted from Model UN and, like, all the academic things I did that week. I didn't really sleep that week. I say it like it's in the past, but it's not, so I don't know why I'm talking like that. I'm not sure, but I did think it was hard um, time management-wise. I thought the questions in some sections were especially hard. Um, it's over now, so the hardest part about taking a test like this is, for me, waiting back for two weeks and not thinking about it. So... I'm going to try and forget about it. Also, when it comes out, I know, I know I'm not going to be the first one to open it because then I'm excited, I want to open it, but then I'm like, no, let's not do this. Let's not do this at school. Let's postpone till forever because I'm nervous about seeing the score. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's me. Also, the car rides to and from the rowing camp I did were long, five and a half hours. Um, I was very tired. I had to do a lot of schoolwork on those rides because I had a lot of tests either to make up because I missed a day of school for month or just because I had tests the next day. So did a lot on the car rides and I honestly felt a little nauseous. So not that great, but that was my weekend. And so clearly it was a mix of good and bad, but I think I got a lot out of it. So the quote of the week is celebrate any tiny victory because while it's not directly related to numbers and scores and grades and work stats and all of that, I still think it is a really cute, positive quote and... I don't know, I thought it was a sweet reminder because you should always be celebrating your wins. If you're doing well on like a test and you get something that's really gratifying, a number, I don't know, celebrate it and then move on. Um, you should always take some time to recognize the work you've put into something and 
if it pans out, recognize that. So that's just a sweet reminder I thought I would share. But let's sort of move away from that and get into the body of the episode. And we are talking all about numbers. This might sound out of pocket, but recently numbers have followed me and I have really taken notice of how they make me feel and how they affect my mindset every day with school. Um, My mind is especially on numbers because of the SAT. I'll talk about that more a little later. But since I was young, I have been really devoted to doing well in school. I have always put in a lot of energy and effort into school. I actually love school and to learn about the world, which you may relate to or you may be like, girl, no. But what I think is that school is just wonderful. It's a great opportunity to learn about so many different topics, so many different things. Having access to education is just a privilege in general. Um, What I think everyone can relate to, though, is the fact that at school or work or in life in general, numbers follow people. I mean, I have always found academic validation from grades. Personally, I think this is a little unhealthy. If I'm not confident in other aspects of my life, I can get confidence from doing well in school, and I think many people can relate to that. In the process, though, school can be exhausting, especially if you have that mindset, and I just hate to be overly reliant on numbers because it is so tiring. So, just a PSA, deriving happiness on numbers or grades or ranks shouldn't be the main source of your happiness. It can be a source but not your sole source and I believe that drawing happiness on emotions, connections, friendships, relationships, the outdoors, hobbies, etc etc add far more value to your life and you will be happier in the long run because those are things that are more subjective um, from the outside looking in and You can really just explore your passions through those means, whereas with numbers, they are so objective and I think they enforce a little bit of competition or like two ends of the spectrum. Numbers can stroke your ego or they can dampen your self-esteem. So honestly, I believe that statement, even if I'm still working on it. Speaking of rank. My close friends from New York moved down to Dallas, Texas a few years ago, and they go to a large, large competitive high school that sorts students by rank. And I've heard this everywhere, especially talking about colleges because I'm a junior, hearing, oh, what's your rank? What's your rank? Especially when I am talking to rowing coaches or I am like, I don't know, just overall in life. I feel like it comes up, especially if it's asking for information about your high school or whatever. So anyways, that means they weight your GPA and they put all the students to a number. So if you are top of the class, you're one. If you're bottom of the class in a class of 250, you're 250. And my friends in Dallas who go to this competitive high school that sorts by rank, they say it is literally so detrimental and students will be obsessed with their rank. Also, can we talk about how demoralizing it is to be ranked? 
amongst the other teenagers at your school that are learning and growing. I think maybe because my school doesn't rank, I have more of a twisted perspective on it. I can think it's worse than it actually is, but I'm glad my school doesn't rank just because I know it would bother me and get to me. I know that like people would be talking about their rank and it could make me see people as competition and not just the kids I'm going to school with and having fun with and learning with. So I'm grateful I don't have that extra factor following me. I share this story because my friends down in Dallas told my sister and I that students will literally sabotage each other. Straight up sabotage each other and share wrong homework answers, etc, etc. Just to get them ahead on their rank? Isn't that messed up? Like, what? Um, yeah, so I know I would be bothered by rank because I compare myself to others a lot. Whether it be with grades or friendships or whatever it may be. So, I think that standardized test scores, income, rank, grades, etc. make comparisons so easy to make for me, for a lot of other people, and it can really affect young people especially, and just how they value themselves, um, if they think highly or lowly of themselves, I think that numbers are a really big influence on that part of their life. Have you ever seen, like, college reaction videos, and then they share their stats, or whatever, and college overall in the U.S., has gotten more competitive and I find myself comparing my SAT score or GPA or whatever to these kids and just thinking oh I would have a great chance of getting into that school or I'm not sure if I could get into that school so anywhere you go there's like an opportunity to compare yourself recently I've been realizing that it's detrimental on me at least and again one number doesn't define your whole four years of high school I was talking to my friend and she is very intelligent and she has had trouble uh, taking a standardized test and it confuses me because standardized tests are supposed to be like this holistic measure of cleverness or competence and she has a great GPA but she's just not a test taker for this specific test and it's just made me realize that standardized tests they really don't define all your hard work or your growth during four years of high school or um say you're trying to be a doctor and go to the medical field and you're taking the MCAT the MCAT doesn't define all of your years of learning the material and studying and preparing um I know it's very vital, but I just, it, it makes me upset because people can really get down on themselves or feel like they're up on a pedestal because of one number when we should have high self-esteem or low self-esteem based on many facets of our life. And that's just my opinion, but I think it's true. Um, yeah, so just to say that again, like the SAT or ACT or standardized tests where everybody takes the exact same thing, at least in the U.S., make it so easy to define yourself by a number. Um, it's easy to compare yourself against other people. Make internal comparisons of, oh, I'm smarter than them, or they are way more intelligent than I am, because, I don't know, it's just, it's so frustrating. I hear so many kids at school share their SAT score, 
And honestly, it's something that, like, if people don't need to know about it, like, they don't need to know about it. I mean, I don't really share mine with many people. A little background on my test journey, or whatever you want to call it. I'm a junior in high school, I'm 16, and I took the SAT for the first time in December 2022, and then I just took it for a second time in March. So, I mainly took it for the second time just to see if I could super score because you can take sections from reading, writing, and math and take your best sections from taking the SAT and score them together. So I was just seeing if I could better myself in that area because I had very similar subscores after I took it in December. I was proud of how I did in December, but Again, like, it's just nice to have that backing. And I don't even know what I was going to say, but that's more my background with the tests. I hear other people share their tests a lot, and I think it can really affect my mindset on myself. The SAT is one of those tests where if you make a small mistake and you get a question wrong, it costs you a lot of points. So, I mean, if you make those silly mistakes when other people don't, It may make you feel like you're not as intelligent or whatever. I mean, it just reinforces those thoughts. But the moral of the story is don't feel as though numbers define your character, your cleverness, your competence. Humans should be judged on all of the parts that make up themselves. Kindness, cleverness, trustworthiness etc. There is not one standard that makes people the best. I honestly don't think there is a best in humans because we are such a multitude of things and if you're struggling with this like myself, maybe you just took the SAT and you're worried or I don't know, you just struggle or maybe you're struggling in school or in work or in general and it makes you feel upset with yourself maybe makes you compare yourself a lot just know that I'm reaching out to you and you got this just remember that growth is a process so no matter how you feel about it right now you can always get on that path to improve it and if you're working hard I feel like trying your best is honestly the best thing you can do and if you're trying your best you are already doing what most people aren't. So take that to heart and don't beat yourself up about all of these things in life that really don't matter in the long run, you know? But guys, that's my two cents. And I hope you could relate to this in some way. And this episode made you feel less alone in your feelings and made you feel less defined by one part of your life that really doesn't make you who you are because you are so much more than a score or a rank or income level or I'm trying to think of other numbers that follow me but as a 16 year old I feel like those are the main ones in high school that I feel really hurt and especially because I took a test on Saturday I feel like that has been stuck on my mind a little bit so that's kind of why I talked about it I thought it was important though and I believe you are capable of all these things in life. Don't get frustrated with yourself. Just keep persisting. You'll get there eventually if you put in the work and 
just remember you are not defined by one bad day, bad test score, or whatever. Don't dwell on those things because you can always redeem yourself the next time. Um, but that kind of brings us to the end of the episode. Make sure to follow my Instagram at Potentially Perfect Podcast. I post stories on there. I do posts. You get to know me as a person even more. Make sure to subscribe or follow over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts because I love to know what you guys think of the pod. Um, On Spotify, it's literally two clicks because it's stars, which is kind of a new thing. You can tap the rate button, I believe, and then give me a review. And then Apple Podcasts, you can do the same or you can write a written review. And trust me, I will be reading your review if you write a review. And the DMs I've gotten are so sweet. Um, I love to get feedback, truly. And I love you so much. Take this week, kill it, do well on all of your things, and just try your best no matter how anything pans out. Make sure not to dwell on the past because it's not worth your time and energy. I was doing the same. (laughs) And my dad was like, Shyla, don't do it. Like, don't waste your time on things you can't control anymore. Wait back in two weeks. We'll go from there. So I have the same advice to you guys. Don't dwell on things. I hope you have an amazing week, an amazing morning or night or day, wherever you are. And thank you for listening. You're the best. Bye, guys.